Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now on the Daily Mix Show. Damn. Some birds aren't meant to be caged. Yet, here we are, butt naked, eating soggy bologna sandwiches. Figure it's time to get busy living and get busy winning. Let's play. Cellmates is the game where lawbreakers become game changers. And this week, we are playing for tickets to see Trevor Noah at the Paramount Theater on Saturday, March 23rd. Let's meet our cellmates. We have Eric in Eatonville. You handcuffed yourself with the cops' handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was a small town, and we used to get together, and sometimes we would just uh, walk around and eat a bunch of acid. <laughs> and, uh, oh, boy. It, it was like. There's like ten or fifteen of us, and uh, like I'd eat like a ten strip of gel tabs, and uh, we're down there in uh, Hardee's, and uh, the cops, uh, the cop pulls up to check on what's going on because there's a group of us standing there. And I was like a couple years out of military, and they didn't, they weren't looking at us like criminals yet, and uh, so I don't know, just in random conversation, I asked the cop to see the, uh, his handcuffs, and uh, he's like, yeah, sure, and I put them on. And he's like, I don't have the keys to that. We got to go to the station. Wait, and, uh, so you weren't doing anything where they wanted to handcuff you? You were just like, can I put your handcuffs on and he let you? I was tripping balls, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> hey, don't do this at home. So, yeah, don't do it at home. Uh, so they had to, he had to take me to the police station, and then he stood and uncuffed me until we got back uh, to Hardy's. Then he uncuffed me and let me out and everything. But I had like 250, 300 hits of acid on me. Oh, State of Virginia, seven years is life in prison. My God, dude! Did did going to the police station totally screw up your your trip, or did you did you continue feeling good? Oh, I embraced it when I when I got back. Since the cop pulled away, there everybody was just rolling like, "Why?" I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "But I wish I hadn't." But I mean, at least it all planned out good. <laughs> Damn. Amazing. Yeah, I got to imagine the adrenaline rush. Even if you were sober and you did all that, and you get back and you turned out like you didn't get in any trouble for it. I, I'd be like riding on a natural high, <laughs> but you have that natural high on top of the high high. Yeah, we would wait till the light until it was getting dark out, and then we decided to like start walking through town and let all the lights hit us and all that stuff, and just whatever we could do to uh, to you know entertain ourselves. Brought and by to the way, are y'all doing chaos? Are they, um, the pain in the grass this year? I'm not sure yet. We'll figure yet. that out. 
maybe we're doing it right now, man, and you're just on acid. You never know. <laughs> All right, Eric, we're going to meet your cellmate, who is Rob from Port Orchard. You bought a car from a criminal. Yeah, so I pick up this car over the weekend, nice little MX-6, and I, uh, I said, well, I'm gonna, I had to commute to work, so I, I'm taking this thing in the morning, and I get pulled over. because I was speeding, so I figured out, no big deal. I'm going to get a speeding ticket. Well... Cop gets out, guns drawn. Next thing I know, is surrounded by the police. Guns drawn, on the ground, rolling around, kind of a thing. Get, you know, they, they got me there. They bring me into jail. I end up spending the whole day in jail until they figure out it wasn't me they were looking for. It was the guy that bought the, that sold me the car. Yeah, it's kind of probably a, a tough tough conversation. I'd be like, look, I I didn't steal the car. And they're probably, probably probably thinking like, oh, likely story. Yeah, we hear that every day, yeah, yeah. sir. Oh, Everybody says that. Yeah, I'm not. In, I'm not guilty. That's do you right. know? Do you know what the person was wanted for? No idea. the car, The car was involved in the crime, so I have no idea. They never told me anything, but they. I mean, they had me. They fingerprinted me. My ID. They didn't believe my ID. None of that stuff. Oh my gosh! Well. Steve? And then what do they end up doing? They, they, end up, they end up putting those cars like up for auction. So you could kind of, in a roundabout way, still try and track down the car. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, Steve, no, basically. They keep the car because I had a bill of sale for it. So it was. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yep. Did you get a good deal on the car? I, I I can't remember. It was a while ago. I was young when it happened. So That's so weird. I wouldn't think they'd let you keep the car. I figured they'd be like, dude, sorry, buddy. It's stolen Evidence. car. We got to. Yeah, we got to like, give it. Do whatever we got to do. I have no idea what the process is with that kind of I stuff. I don't though. even know either. Yeah. I, just ended, I know I ended up with a car. I sold it after that, though. Yeah. So, Steve, <laughs> based on the severity of the crimes of our two cellmates, who do you think should go first in the game? Oh, man. Both are very unique. <laughs> Let's let's go with Rob. Let's go with the man who bought the stolen car first. Oh, I mean, what a bummer it'd find out that way. <laughs> All right, Rob, here we go. It's National Muffin Day. On what road did the Muffin Man live? Oh, no. I know this one, too. Uh, I can't think of it right now. Oh. That would be Drury Lane. Drury Lane. I don't even know what the hell Muffin Man, why is he living anywhere? Who the hell's Muffin Man? Do you know the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man? Oh, do you know the Muffin Man who lives on Drury Lane? You asked the question, Steve. Oh. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks for clearing that up. All right, Karen. Eric. And you're right, Danny. I did ask the question. Eric, if you get it right, you're winning the Trevor Noah tickets. If your dog okay. is a schnoodle, what two breeds are involved? Schnauzer and Poodle. Correct. You're going to Trevor Noah, baby. Woo. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That was easy. Schnoodle. That's a fun Schnoodle. word to say. Do you like that? Schnoodle? Schnauzer and poodle. Schnoodle. A schnoodle. Well, we got the golden doodle. I, there needs to be a cooler name for it. G-doodle. A, a goodle? A goodle. <laughs> a goodle sounds like that's something like guys can't find on a women's body part. But it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Well, on the heels of playing cellmates, there was a man arrested for doing the unthinkable at an antique story. Uh, antique story. At an antique store. And it is next level unbelievable. And we're going to tell you exactly what he did after Lenny Kravitz. The Daily Mix Show. There's a man named Mitchell. He's from Texas. And he was arrested and charged for being caught on a video at an antique store doing something really gross and weird. Okay. He was putting items up his kilt all the way up in there 
and then putting them back on the shelf. So what's gross and weird about that? <laughs> the kilt part? <laughs> hey, you know what? I have Scottish blood. I love a kilt. That's going to make me now start thinking whenever I see someone with a kilt at a store, I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Don't be putting things up your kilt. I know what you guys like to do with these kilt. No, that's So wait, so he would actually just... Yeah, at this antique store. And would he buy it at least? I don't know. Okay. But I don't know why that makes the story better to me, but like, if you at least know it says that they do put it back on the shelf. Yeah. Okay, that's like some kind of like a weird thing that this guy thinks he's wreaking havoc or something along those lines. I don't know. The name of the gallery manager is Susan, and she talks about exactly what the cameras caught Mitchell doing on camera. Number one, I was disgusted. That night, uh, one of the dealers sent me a video that she had from a camera in her own booth. I think they've been in here before. The employees recognized them and said they were just, you know, the guy was really nice and she was nice and um, they just shopped around for a few hours. What did they do with those products? They threw them away mostly. Mostly? Which ones did you keep? The really the ones that fetch a high dollar. Okay, this reporter needs to be uh, educated that you need some follow-up questions. When you say mostly, that means there's some that you did not throw away. Which ones are still available? Or, yeah, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, can, I guess you can clean it. Oh, I don't want that job. Of course not. <laughs> also, so he was there with another person. He was with a female. An accomplice. Do you think this was like some kind of a, I mean, I don't... Do you think it was like one of those, like you know, like uh, the like the submissive dominatrix kind of things, where like he's like being, she's telling him to do it? He's being told what to do. Yeah. I'm not saying that makes this right. Or it just sounds that, very extravagant. I mean, this is definitely that doesn't mean that like you should get a hall pass for doing something like that. I feel like that's something that you need to like just make make a make believe store. You know, kind of like you know, create your own fake store and do it in the comfort of your own home. You don't go do this at someone else's store and then put it back on the shelves. But do you think that's it's that's, possible? I mean, the, the fetishes that exist in the world never cease to amaze me. Dude, I still think about that time we were. So when we went to Chicago once for our, one of our radio conventions, we were at some, we were just at some big parade that was going on, and there was a dude. Do you remember this one, Danny? Were you there with us? What? There was a dude that was being walked around on a leash. Oh no, I was not. Oh man, it was just like you know. When you first see him, well, okay, for the whole time you have to do a double take. You're just like, wait a second, there's, and, and he was wearing. Sarah, were you with us? I think so. Think yeah, so how do you not remember this? this? Well, I mean, it's not the first time I've seen this, Steve. <laughs> I mean, he there had multiple times. like leather straps, and yeah. like he was wearing, he was shirtless, but like he had like leather things going around and all over his body, and mm. I mean, I remember just thinking, what is going on here, and then. You know, obviously, it was he was in a situation where like this is what he was being told to do mm. at this event. Well, hopefully, he was a good boy. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he wasn't causing any problems, so I think yes, he in fact was a good boy. <laughs> Rockaholics, you are listening to the Daily Mig Show. You can give us a follow on socials, by the way, at Daily Migs on both Instagram and Twitter. Did you guys hear the story about Sylvester Stallone and him uh, kind of training up his daughters? Oh, I hope it doesn't involve a kilt and an antique store. <laughs> so his two oldest daughters were moving out to New York City, so he hired actual Navy SEALs to train them in self-defense. Oh, I love this. And they, the, the the daughters are 27 and 25, and it was about six hours that they were in the woods training with these guys. Okay, that's rather aggressive. And one of the sisters said that they got their their butts whooped by these guys. They were the real deal. You know, it's funny. My, I was talking with a dude at a recently at a, a party at our neighbor's house. I was talking to one of my buddies, and we were just like BSing about having, you know, being a dad to a daughter, and just how it kind of, you know, 
you, you get very protective. You get super protective to the point where I came close to like kicking a child in the head. Like, you know, one time because he knocked my daughter over. I didn't. But like my first instinct was, you hurt my daughter, I will hurt you. And my wife's looking at me like he's five. <laughs> you know, and she's three. Like you, you gotta let me. He didn't do it. She's okay. I'm, but you know, you get very protective. Of course. And so I've had this conversation with my wife where I'm like, at some point, I want her to go do some kind of martial art. And, and my buddy was like, I'm thinking the same thing, like, you know, some jujitsu or something. Just so that there's like, you know, a skill set there. God forbid if she ever needs to have it. And also, I think it's just a good thing, you know, for discipline and for, you know, an activity to do that. I think that'll be, that'll be good for her to know how to do. But, you know, I don't got that kind of a connection or hookup where I can get a bunch of Navy SEALs to come over and just train my adult daughters. I mean, I'm surprised that he doesn't have, like, that he didn't train them himself, you know, because he's a pretty tough dude. Yeah, but he's a tough dude in movies. I mean... That's got to translate a little bit to reality. So, if you... I, I think he just plays a tough guy. He's just not tough in real life. You know, I never really challenged him, but I, I, I'm not positive, you know? Well, we're learning all of this about the Stallone family because season two of the family Stallone is going to be airing this Wednesday, tomorrow at 9.30 on MTV. I forgot there was even a season one, to be honest with you. Like, I... I'm looking at his daughters. I might become a fan of this show. Oh, oh they're they, very. Do they not look like their dad? <laughs> they do not look like their dad at all whatsoever. Oh hi! Yeah, they're cute. Yeah, I can understand why he wants to get some Navy SEALs to like teach them how oh, to like, sure. handle themselves because they're they're gorgeous. Well, if you want to get caught up on season one before the season two premiere, it is streaming on Paramount Plus. Imagine like you start hanging out with one of his his daughters, not knowing maybe, and like, all of a sudden I want you to meet my dad, and they go back. And it's freaking Sylvester Stallone. I would, I would start crying. I'd be like, never mind. Thank you for the t- for your time. Are you serious? I dropped down to a knee and proposed right then oh and there. I'd be like, you could be my father-in-law. I we can watch I- all the Rocky movies together, and you have no choice. You think that's what he wants to do? Probably Is not. But watch he- the Rocky movies with his future son-in-law. Yes. All right, we'll watch Rambo and The Expendables as well. Stop or my mom will shoot. We'll do any of these. Did you watch the show that he? I don't even know if it's coming back for another season, but Tulsa King. No. I mean, it's pretty cheesy and pretty pretty bad, but it. I, I like him. I do like him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a nice, tough guy. <laughs> well, last week we told you about a waitress that got a $10,000 tip at the cafe she worked, and now she has been fired. Why? We're going to tell you what happened at 820. The Daily Mix Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rockaholics, have you ever been fired for a job and you're still shocked that you were? We want to hear about it. 206-803-ROCK. You might recall... We talked about this story earlier this month where uh, an anonymous man in Michigan walked into a restaurant, the Mason Jar Cafe, ordered $32 worth of stuff, and then left a $10,000 tip. I do remember that because we were having a conversation like, how do you do you share it with your coworkers? Because, I mean, if they gave it to you specifically for any reason, why would you want to share it with, like, Joe and Sally over there that aren't trying as hard as a waiter or a waitress? But, you know, obviously... you. Uh, in the story, I think the woman did obviously let everybody know, and then they had a trade. They had to share it amongst everybody equally. And this waitress who received the ten thousand dollar tip, she has now been fired. Serves her right for sharing it. Right? How dare she? <laughs> so the restaurant has said that it has nothing to do with the tip itself. It was just a business decision. I did see some people though. I think she is alleging that. They were unhappy with her when it made its way onto social media because she took a picture of the receipt, shared it on socials because, you know, that's like something that people will do nowadays. Like, I can't believe this tip. And I guess it brought like undue attention to. But they're they're like you said, they're saying, no, that's not why we let her go. But a lot of people are just like this. We feel like we're missing some big parts of the story of the story on both ends to understand why the hell would you get fired soon after something like that? If you're that good of a waitress that this tip is coming in. That seems weird. Well, and this fr- the the person that left the tip, their friend had passed away, and the tip was left kind of in honor of this friend. It had something to do with like the funeral or last wishes or something of that nature. So it didn't have anything to do with the actual specific waitress. It just maybe had to do with the place. I think it, I, from what I can gather, I feel like it has something more to do with the place. But the, the person who got the tip is the one that you know put is the one that put it on social and had it go viral, and now she doesn't have a job anymore. No, this is just me creating scenarios in my head but do you think maybe that everyone's upset that this was like even like made into public knowledge because they didn't want to like they maybe didn't want to like deal with the taxes or something you know like do you think like the owners are like why'd you make this public knowledge like now we got to let everyone know that you, we actually did get this tip well the owners are saying that there is no connection to any like labor laws or anything like well, they're that not gonna but, to it. yeah but yeah they have not really given any details but they say no it's not that have you ever been fired from a job and were like shocked about it well, I was shocked with how it went down, getting fired from a radio job just because of like, the, you know, it was as they were firing us. I told you this story before they were changing the format of the station as well. So as we were being fired from an alternative rock station, all of a sudden Pink's Get This Party Started was playing in the background as they are saying, we are going to let you go. So, I mean, it was one of those things where I was just like, I felt like eventually we were going to get fired just because they weren't spending any money on the station and... And they weren't putting any effort into trying to let people know about the station. It just felt like things are not going the way that we were promised. So, barring a miracle, I didn't think this job was going to last very long. But I was still shocked, obviously, because of how it went down. How do you feel when you hear Pink's Let's Get This Party Started now? I, I uncontrollably punch business dudes. <laughs> like It's just it's a weird feeling. It's a knee-jerk reaction. Like, screw you, suits. It's very triggering. Have you had a situation where you've been fired and you just can't believe you were? You guys, it might be it might be this job. It might be the first time I get fired. I don't know. Don't I've never been that. I've never been fired before. Oh, great. I've never been fired. Ever? I've been almost fired, but not fired. I, I had to apologize one time, and it got me out of being fired. 
Danny, have you been fired? Never once. Never once. No. These squeaky clean Sarah? individuals. Never ever. Oh, I haven't. Oh my gosh. Oh great. We're now the pressure is on. We have to keep the streak alive, Danny and Sarah. <laughs> yeah, your pressure's on you guys. <laughs> Rockaholics, when have you said to yourself, I can't believe I was fired for blank? Have you ever been fired from a job and you're still shocked that you were? 206 803 Rock. We're gonna take your calls after Mana Skin. The Daily Migs Show. When have you said to yourself, I can't believe I was fired for blank? Have you ever been fired from a job and still shocked that you were? 206 803 Rock is the number to call. Drama in Covington, you got fired for confronting a homeless person for stealing tips. Good morning, my beautiful friends. How are we doing on this crappy Tuesday weather day? <laughs> it's one of those kind of days. Yeah, what's up, drama? Not much, Steve. How are you, brother? Doing good. We're here. All right. I wish I was there instead of driving traffic, but here goes. Um, um, believe it or not, and, and Steve, you see me, so this is kind of funny. I used to work at Starbucks. <laughs> Slang and coffee. And and, for those um, that don't know, Drama's pretty, he's a big dude. He's in good, like, not big, like, heavy set, like, just, he's, he spent some time in the gym ski, if you know what I mean. Well, lifting up those espresso shots is hard work, man. Yeah, you better good. be in good shape. That's what got his large forearms. Yeah. Uh, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, we're working one night. Um, one of the gals that was working next to me said, hey, that guy's stealing our tips. And I look, and I see some transient homeless dude trying to run off with our tips. And I open the door, and I run out, and I confront him. And the guy was like, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to take my tips back from you can't steal from us. He's like, oh, yeah? He's like, what if I don't give them? I said, well, it'll be a bad day for you. And uh, so he dropped them. And he put his hands up. He's like, I'm crazy. I'll MMA fight you. And I, was, and I just kind of laughed. I'm like, dude, I'm going to crush you if you do this. And um, so he yelled a few names and then ran off. I got our tips back, went back inside. Everything was good, I thought. But then the gal was so traumatized. And I hate to use this word like snowflake, but she was. She was so traumatized by what happened. She told our boss. The boss was like, oh, well, we have to talk to the manager, the district manager. And they said, hey, that's a company violation. I wasn't supposed to do anything except let them steal the tip and then call the police yeah. and wait for them to show up. Yeah. Which is so frustrating. So I got fired. It's not even like you fought the dude. You just were able to get him to drop the tips and you come back in. Unless you like took the tips and walked back in and they slammed against the wall and be like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> man, I would think. But that is like a bit, you know, I, I've heard of this happening. It actually it happened to one of my family members that they were, they tried to confront someone that was stealing something yeah. from a retail location. And because they put their hands on the person, they got fired from their job. That has to suck these days for anyone who works in the retail world or even like at a coffee place. Like I've seen it happen where like you're just watching someone with a, a grocery cart full of stuff just walking out. Knowing full well they could just get away with it. Well, and, and my like, that husband, would just be so aggravating if I worked oh, there. It's sure. like you have to, you got to be kidding me. We can't even just like we can't even get in the way of this person without getting in trouble with our job because we're just trying to help you not lose product. So my husband's last name is Cash, and he was at uh, some retail location, a grocery store, something like that one time, and he heard over the intercom. Paging Mr. Cash, please come to the, you know, to the customer service desk, paging Mr. Cash. So he goes over to the customer service desk and the lady's like, can I help you? He said, yeah, you were paging me, Mr. Cash. And she said, Is that well, code? Uh, that's actually code for there's like a theft going on or something like that. <laughs> paging Mr. Cash's code? Yes. That's awesome. I don't know if that's like a secret I wasn't supposed to tell everyone. Well, it's but too late now. Now it's just us and about 
couple thousand of our closest friends that know. I got to imagine they changed it after that. They're like, guys, you won't believe it, but there was an actual there was an actual Mr. Cash that was in the store when we paged him. And now he knows. I feel like you got to give him a prize. Like there should at least be like something like a gift a gift certificate like hey this never happens, but here's a ten dollars gift card to the store. Well, and there was a time that we were we were checking out at one of the you know Fred Myers up north, and we saw what you were just kind of mentioning, Steve. Somebody going out with a cart full of stuff, yeah, and they just let him go. But then some good Samaritan tackled the guy in the parking lot, which was awesome because like you are as the, as an employee, they can't do that; you they can't just do let it, it go. But, I but a good Samaritan did, and it made it made me excited to watch. I gotta imagine the person who works can still cheer that on. Yeah, of course. Be like, Hell yeah! Thanks for doing what we can't do. Yeah, that'll get you fired. That's insane. It'll lose your job because all you're trying to do is just make sure your company has a good. And everything that you know, as as a as people, we're kind of almost wired to do that. You know, like, oh, I need to go save the day. I need to go help. I need to go make this right. But that'll get you get you in trouble. A text at two zero six eight zero three rock. My dad fired me because I was smoking too much weed and being lazy. LOL. <laughs> That's pretty great if you get fired from the family. You got business. fired from your own father. Like fired you from the family, or from like, <laughs> did you actually have a job? Uh-huh. Maybe both. And Look. they say don't go into business with, you know, friends and family, so. And if you do, don't smoke weed, though, if you do, I guess. <laughs> 206-803-ROCK. Joe in Redmond, you got fired because you were a security guard and you body checked a guy. I feel like that's part of the gig. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was, it wasn't an armed position. I mean, I had a taser. I had, like, pepper spray. But uh, I was, I was still training. And uh, me and my training officer received uh, what they call a code gray over the radio, which is slang for, you know, combative person. Um, mainly, you know, it's somebody refusing treatment or, you know, throwing stuff around the room, that kind of thing. I love that we're learning the slang and the behind the scenes terms. Today. This is awesome. Code gray and Mr. Cash. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but we, um, we're told it's in the rehab wards, so we're like, oh, great. So this guy's on something. Okay. Uh, we haul up there, and when we get to the room, I'm the first one in the door. And to preface this, I am not a big guy. I'm only five foot one. And this guy, he had his back to us. He was a patient. We could smell the alcohol coming out of the room. And uh, he was like mid like Brock Lesnar ground and pound on the rehab nurse. Mm. And luckily the rehab nurse wasn't like, he, he wasn't getting hurt. He, he was just locked in. He couldn't move. He, right. he was just taking the hits. And, and this guy was about like six, five. Jeez. He was, he was a big guy. And so I just, my reflexes kicked in and I just body checked him into the wall. And that's all it took. He, he straightened right up. Um, he, he thought we were cops and, uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, we, we were able to get him into handcuffs because at that time it's felony assault. We had to call the local police department to come pick him up. But, uh, yeah, after that, I got called into my supervisor's office and they're like, well, we're kind of concerned on how quickly you went to physical force. Well, what are you supposed to do? Like have a conversation while he's beating up on the nurse? I I guess so, but uh, I I tried to justify it. I'm like, look, th- we could smell the alcohol, and not to mention, you kind of should have known what you got yourself into when you hired 
and an army vet that knows how to fight. But uh, yeah, they're like, yeah, we, you know, we we can't be that quick to escalate. We're gonna have to let you go. Damn, that's frustrating. I mean, that seems like protocol for for a security guard. You know, I feel like body checking is fine. I do love this text message that just came in. It said a customer in line asked me what a Rainier dog was, and I said it's just a foot long beef sausage. I got fired for describing a foot long beef sausage as a twelve inch sausage because somebody in line went to my manager and thought I was being sexually suggestive. <laughs> I was working at a hot dog cart at Cheney Stadium. That's insanity. <laughs> that, that, can we call that person a Karen, the complainer? Is that I like mean, ultimate Karen? That seems a little excessive. Like you're offended because you heard beef sausage while you're waiting in line for <laughs> beef sausages. Wow, <laughs> <sighs> some people's kids, man. Well, how would you like to beat Steve? He is currently 45, 13, and 5 in 2024. 206-803-ROCK. We're going to play Beat Migs at 850. <laughs> The Daily Migs Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 